Alright, welcome back, welcome back, one second, let's hit start recording, there we go. Welcome back to Chew the Bible, it's your good friend A.A. Ron. We are in Song of Songs, chapter 4. Just had a good conversation with a good old friend, Helen, out there in Washington. Man, um... It's crazy, my friend. Yeah, it's good to just have like um, this this lady. She's older than me, has a lot of wisdom, and uh, it's interesting. This the friendships I have with women. Um, I was just telling her how like I was just going over we were talking about dating and stuff and what it's been like being on the different dating apps and uh where am I gonna go with this? <laughs> so many different directions I can go with what I'm about to say. And it's the challenges. She was telling me about this icebreakers these icebreaker cards she gets on Amazon and how if the person <laughs> can't get through five questions, she's done like it was interesting. It was a good combo. Looking forward to talk. We always have good talks. Um, yeah, so. I was just telling her again, you know, explaining, you know, why I hadn't talked to her in a while. We had already had the talk, but I was just saying, reiterating the reason why. And telling her how I was preparing myself for marriage and I didn't want to take a whole lot of, you know, soul ties or any, like a lot of relationships with other women into when it's time for me to be married and um and how it's kind of dangerous because like if you're going through a rough time or a rough patch with your spouse there's that temptation there to go to that old friend you know and talk to them you know and voice your problems and concerns or use them you know when you should be talking to your spouse you know so she was cool she understood and I'm back in one of my seasons right now where I'm not really dating. I'm not dating any, anybody. So don't let this ring on my, for those of y'all watching the video, don't let this ring your finger fool you. I'm not married. I just, this ring wouldn't fit on my right finger. So I have it on my ring finger. It's my dad's ring and I wanted to wear it. It has a little cross on it. And for now it's like a symbol to, uh, this is my relationship with the Lord, you know. I'm married to Him. It's gonna it's gonna be funny though when when I go to Virginia and see how many of my family members ask, "Are you married?" <laughs> I'm gonna do a little game. How many cousins or aunts or whoever Yancey family members ask me if I'm married? There's family members out there that still didn't don't know that I'm divorced. It's crazy. I've been divorced now. For it will be four years. No, it's already been four years. Dang. Okay, January 2018. Yeah, it's been what what month are we were in June? It's been four and a half years divorced. It'll be five years in 2023 crazy anyway all right we're in song of songs chapter four new living translation nlt here we go 
Or this is the young man talking, Solomon. You are beautiful, my darling. Beautiful beyond words. Fellas, here you go. Take note. Take notes. If you and your lady, you know, I encourage y'all to read something from Song of Songs like every night over her. You are beautiful, my darling. Beautiful beyond words. Your eyes are like doves behind your veil. Your hair falls in waves like a flock of goats winding down the slopes of Gilead. She had long hair and didn't care. She had that all natural, beautiful, flowing hair. Your teeth are as white as sheep. She had a nice grill. Recently shorn and freshly washed. You're, who uses lines like this, though? Like, for real. What dudes out here talking to their ladies like that? Let's see here. It's like some Shakespearean type words. All right. Lost my spot for a second. Your smile is flawless. Each tooth matched with its twin. <laughs> Your lips are like scarlet ribbon. Your mouth is inviting. Your cheeks are like rosy pomegranates behind your veil. Your neck is as beautiful as the Tower of David, jeweled with the shield of a thousand heroes. Oh, now he really, now he really, you know, talked about her hair and he made it down to her mouth and her cheeks, her face, talking about her facial features, talking about her neck. And now he about to talk about her bosoms, your breast. Are like two fawns, twin fawns of a gazelle grazing among <laughs> the lilies. Oh man, it's hard not to uh, read this and laugh like a little high school boy. My bad, y'all. Verse six Before the dawn breezes blow and the night shadows flee, I will hurry to the mountain of myrrh into the hill of frankincense. You are altogether beautiful, my darling, beautiful in every way come with me from lebanon my bride come with me from lebanon come down from mount amana or amana however you say that from the peaks of sinair or sinir and Hermon, where the lions have their dens and the leopards live among the hills verse nine you have captured my heart my treasure my bride mm. You're my first, my last, my everything. You have captured my heart, my treasure, my bride. What is the other word it has here? My sister. Interesting. That's the other word they have here other than treasure. You hold it hostage with one glance of your eyes, with a single jewel of your necklace. Mm. This man, my man is sprung. Your love delights me, my treasure, my bride. Your love is better than wine. Your perfume more fragrant than spices. I think I'm going to keep trying the theme going of like whatever R&B songs pop in my head as I'm reading this. And I think at the beginning of this one, we'll do the whole, uh, what's that song? You're my latest, my greatest, my latest, my greatest inspiration. 
And you keep on lifting me up now Higher Higher Who sings that song? I can't hear More beautiful than a Mona Lisa Is that Teddy P? My latest I'm not, I can't really play the whole song because I don't want my podcast to get shut down. I can only play like the instrumental part. My latest, my greatest inspiration. I should just make like a whole playlist of all these songs, love songs. Yeah, Teddy P. Teddy P. There you go. There you go. It's looking like OG right there, all leaning back with the side pose. Not a whole lot of people could pull that pose off. Teddy P. I feel like it's dangerous to be listening to R&B music right now because I'm not in a relationship. Um, But when I am, boy, I'm playing it all. That's how y'all know Aaron is in love when you just, I don't know, when I'm just singing random R&B songs. Anyway. I have a whole lot of R&B up in this noggin. I'm like a walking jukebox. That's all I used to listen to when I was in a younger kid and in high school. I used to play it. I used to just listen to the radio all day long, like R&B music in the quiet storm. <laughs> oh, Magic 108. Whatever station it was. All right, my bad, y'all. Verse 11. Your lips are as sweet as nectar. Your lips are as sweet as nectar. I'm going to use that bar next time. Next time with my lady and whoever I end up being with. Like, Girl, your, your lips are as sweet as nectar. You know that? My bride, honey and milk are under your tongue. Your clothes are scented like cedars, the cedars of Lebanon. You are my private garden, my treasure, my bride, a secluded spring, a hidden fountain. Your thought, oh snap, now he getting, he done worked his way down, talking about her lips and her bosoms and all that stuff, now he about to go, he's he's making his way down, here we go, here we go. Cover Cover your ears, kids. Your thighs shelter a paradise of pomegranates with rare spices, henna with nard, nard and saffron. Fragrant calamus and cinnamon with all the trees of frankincense, myrrh and aloes and every other lovely spice. Man, man, he had bars. Come on, Teddy P. I mean, <laughs> this is the original Teddy P. Mr. Uh, Mr. Solomon. No wonder he has so many concubines. <laughs> Wives and concubines. Forgive me, Lord. I can't help but laugh at this stuff. All right. Um, where was I? You are a garden fountain. You are a garden fountain. A well of fresh water streaming down from Lebanon's mountains. Awake, north wind. Oh, this is now the ladies talking. She says, awake, north wind. Rise up, south wind. Blow on my garden and spread its fragrance all around. Come into your garden, my love. Taste its finest fruits. 
y'all know how like R&B songs back in the day didn't say I want to do this and do that and I'm going beat it up, beat it up, beat it up. All them conversations. I mean, my bad. The new songs talk like that. They say all the stuff that they want to do, they're going to do. They talk very explicitly. I'm going to do this to you, girl. I'm going to do this to you and do that. And the old R&B songs weren't like that. They were more like, when they were talking about doing the twist, there was more to that or doing the the mess around. And do the mess around. Um, There's other songs. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But it was like code words for stuff. Um, it's kind of what this reminds me of. This is like an old R&B song where they just come out and say, I want to have sex or I want to do this to you. I'm going to do this. All the perverted words that are said now in our R&B music, they actually had some class. He has some class here. He's using metaphors. He had to think about what he's going to say. I'm sure, I'm sure Solomon was just sitting down, you know, with his notebook, his pen in his pad. And he's just like, what can I say to this woman? What can I say to her? It show her how much I love her, how much I desire her. It's a lot. It's a lost art. All right. The husband lavishes his new bride. This is the Tony Evans notes. The husband lavishes his new bride with admiration. Her eyes, hair, teeth, lips, and neck are all described with poetic praise. And though these could have been adored before the wedding day, on the wedding night, even her breast receive her husband's praise. The couple is naked and not ashamed. So this scene that we're in is like the actual wedding night, apparently. This is everything leading up to it before is before they got married. And now we're in the stage of like they're actually consummating. That's why it's a lot more descriptive. Hmm, they're consummating the marriage vow. The bride is a locker, actually, yeah, anyway, about to have relations. That the bride is a locked garden means she came to her groom as a virgin, but now on her wedding night, she is open for her husband's enjoyment. See, I didn't get all that as I was reading that. Lock, yeah, I didn't pick that up. Locked garden. Verse 12. You are my private garden, my treasure, my bride. Hmm. A secluded spring, a hidden fountain. Went right over my head. Thank you, Tony, for expounding on that. Bringing this back to Jesus, you know, now that a lot of y'all are all, you know, yeah. You might be all a little hot and bothered after reading all that. Um, Who needs romance novels when you got Song of Songs right here? Anyway, um, bring it back, bring it back. I was just thinking of that, you know. We're in a way kind of like the church, the bride of Christ. We're kind of like that locked garden in that when Jesus returns for us, then it's almost like that garden is unlocked. And we'll be able to fully, fully embrace the Lord Jesus, see him fully with our eyes and worship him and all the waiting and the yearning so and longing to be with him will finally be fulfilled, you know, um, in eternity. So, um, 
that once there's even that one scripture that says blessed are those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who have not seen like the the people in the New Testament that we read about they actually got to see Jesus you know Mary Martha Mary's mother Mary Magdalene um all the disciples James Peter John Andrew all those guys Matthew can't name all the disciples right now, but all them dudes, even Judas, they all got to see Jesus face to face, but we haven't seen him yet. So we look forward to that day. And until then, we're almost like this locked garden. I just was thinking that as I had a chance to meditate on that. Verse 12, a locked garden. Right there, virgin. Ooh, or some says one in Hebrew says locked fountain. Uh, sorry, we'll end on that note. We will uh, <laughs> we'll avoid talking about locked fountains. Uh, I definitely look forward to uh, Kansas City is called the city of fountains. I look forward to uh, unlocking my wife, future wife's fountain. All right. Before y'all stop listening to my podcast ever again, I will uh, stop right there. Have a good night. Um, Well, let's see here. It's 927. I had a nap today. Church is at, it's not until 930. So I think I might actually stay up for a few more hours and just, just keep making my way through Song of Songs. See if we can finish this entire book. This has been a lot of fun. Ooh, we're going to get into Isaiah. That's going to be really good. You know, get more a little more serious again. Having fun in Song of Songs, though. Is there anything else I want to say? Um, I'm try to finish this, and I'll try to call my friend, my other friend Yeti, for a minute. Oh man. Anyway, all right, y'all, I'll holler at you later. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've 
walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name, I pray. Amen. Lord Jesus, give me water. I know Jesus gave me water. Jesus gave me water. And it was not from the well. Singing, Jesus gave me water. I know Jesus gave me water.